1079 WOLD or SRN Communications. It's time now for Here's the Thing, a show that's all about you with your host, Lauren Cardinal, a board-certified hypnotist and results coach. If you're looking to make a positive change this year, learn lifelong tools to reduce stress and be present. If you're stuck and need to remove the blocks that are from success and happiness in the areas of your life, or if you want to get a new perspective on things, well, it's time to talk to Lauren Cardinal. To talk to Lauren, call 732 748 1079. That's 732 748 1079. And now, here's your host, Lauren Cardinal. Hello, and thank you for joining me for Here's the Thing. I am Lauren Cardinal, your host. Changing your life starts with changing your mind right here, right now. You know, since last week's show, I had prepared to express thoughts and condolences to those who had a loss as a result of the attack in New York City on Halloween last week. But never did I think that within the same week I would be talking about a second attack on U.S. soil. Just devastating what happened in Texas yesterday. Absolutely sending prayers for the friends, the family, and the communities in New York City and Sutherland Springs, Texas. Hearts go out to them. So thank you for listening live now on Oldies 107.9 WOLD, now serving even more of Central Jersey at 95.1 FM, and recordings of the show being played on 97.5 FM in Sussex County on Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. This show, if you've been listening, you know that this show, Here's the Thing, is about you and for you. Each week, I or we discuss relevant and timely topics so you can make positive changes in your life or learn how to do re- reduce stress or gain a new perspective. Really, just live a better life. I'm a certified life coach and clinical hypnotherapist, and we talk about what's important to you. In this one-hour show, I take calls, we discuss, we share, or I may coach you through issues if that's what you're calling for. If you have something to ask or share, please do. In the meantime, thank you for listening live, and thank you to my podcast listeners. If you want to call in, the lines are open. I open up the lines as soon as the show starts, so 732-748-1079. Feel free to call in. So for tonight, have you ever found yourself saying something along the lines of, oh, I can't because I'm too busy. I can't because I'm too lazy. Or I can't because I don't know enough. What about, I've tried everything and it didn't work. There's nothing I can do. I know I have variations on that theme. What about even, I can't really help it. It's just my nature. I've always been this way. Do you ever find yourself saying something similar? Yes, these statements perhaps are limiting beliefs, But in the world of making changes, they are also excuses. Big, fat, right in front of your face excuses. Where there's a will, there's a way, I know. But sometimes we make excuses because we just prefer that there isn't a way. So we don't have to take responsibility 
and do the uncomfortable stuff required in order to grow. Those of us who complain and blame stay stuck. We insist that everything is out of our control. We hand all of our power over to our circumstances instead of taking responsibility and changing our lives, changing ourselves. But here's the thing. An excuse is just a challenge that you give your power away to. To shift your reality, you must control your thoughts and actions. Success isn't about your circumstances. It's about who you're being. So I am really excited about tonight's show because tonight's topic really is at the heart of coaching. It's at the heart of thriving. It's at the heart of abundance. Tonight is about how and when we make excuses, how to stop them right in their tracks and move on to making the changes we really want instead of claiming to be the victims in and of our lives. So if you have something to share, you'd like to call in, please call 732-748-1079 and let me know what's on your mind. First, I want to mention our, that our show is brought to you by Full Recovery Wellness Center. Full Recovery is located in Fairfield, New Jersey, and whether you're struggling to get clean and sober, whether you're a 12-step old-timer or a family member of a recovering alcoholic or addict, the Full Recovery Wellness Center offers the tools needed to succeed in recovery and in life. They have a dedicated and caring staff that understands that addiction is a complex illness. It has biological, genetic, psychological, social, and developmental roots, and their treatment targets this entire range of factors. They're treating it from a cause point rather than treating it symptomatically. And their goal is simple. Provide the tools that help people in recovery to enjoy a rich and rewarding life. Now, Full Recovery offers outpatient and intensive outpatient treatment programs as well as a free family dynamic workshop series. They focus on the individual and the family to integrate recovery principles and spiritual concepts with leadership, relationship, and career skills to guide individuals to a life of contribution and prosperity. For more information, you can find them at 973-244-0022. That's 973-244-0022. Or find them online at www.full-recovery.com. That's full-recovery.com. And as I mentioned last week, I'm going to mention it again this week. In the past, I haven't been able to do hypnosis sessions remotely with clients because I wanted to be compliant with my board, and they say that all conduct must be HIPAA compliant, and phone sessions, Skype sessions were not HIPAA compliant. But now there is an option for me to do conference sessions, um, video sessions through a service that is HIPAA compliant. So it opens up a new way for me to work with people who aren't easy in an easy traveling distance to my office, even the Midwest, Texas, California, not just Central and South Jersey. And I do still prefer face-to-face, -face, particularly for a first session, but if that's not an option, there is an alternative. So last week's show, we discussed... The Cult of Personality, Understanding Our Culture's Interest and Prize for the Extrovert, or Extroverted Personality Traits, I should say. 
And we also discussed understanding the whole spectrum between introvert through ambivert all the way to extrovert. And I mentioned that most of us are somewhere in between. We call ourselves ambiverts, where we can maybe either have extrovert or introvert tendencies, but also some of the other. And the point of doing the show, really, for me, was to highlight old and outdated ideas about introverts and extroverts and the value of each and to understand better the value that ambiverts and introverts bring to the table, how it all works together for us, that introverts make great leaders of a company that's based out of, based, made up primarily of extroverts. We, all, we tend to think that extroverts make the best leaders, but it depends on the situation. It depends on what's going on. And what started me on this whole subject, actually, was reading a book called Quiet, which I mentioned in last week's show. And specifically, it was the report that prescriptions for anxiety medication skyrocketed, skyrocketed as we became focused on the extrovert, the culture of personality rather than the culture of character. And the reason that so many of us are not comfortable with being extroverted, it was obvious by the rise in the prescriptions for the anxiety medication. Awareness is always the key. And knowing where we are on that spectrum of introvert to extrovert in relation to what we want in life and knowing what, we are, what we'll have to give in, of ourselves in order to get there was important to understand in addition to how we recharge our batteries along the way. So to learn what was discussed on the show, or if you'd like to hear it again, you can find that podcast as well as all of my previous show's podcasts on my website, www.laurencardinal.com or through iTunes. And you know, I did mention last week that I think the subject matter is extensive enough to do at least a second show, if not more. And because of that, I just want to mention two quick stories relating to introverts versus extroverts. They'll be quick, I promise, so we can move on to uh, excuses because those are pretty important too. But the two stories. The first is a friend of mine who was work, doing some volunteer work at the school one day, and she is more on the introverted side. And she was giving all day long, talking to people. She was engaging, giving, giving, and expending her energy talking to people. She finally got a break, and she sat down alone, preferred to be alone, thrilled to have the space in her head. And you know what happened? Someone walked over to her and sat down to keep her company so she didn't have to be alone. Someone who thought that being alone was not necessarily a good thing. And she, to me, she expressed her mild frustration, and I said that it was likely that it was an extrovert who sat next to her, which might not necessarily be the case, but it seemed likely. Someone who couldn't understand the joy, those glorious moments of being alone. The second story is about my younger son, and some people describe him as quiet or reserved, although he really is neither, or rather, he presents that way in some groups. So I can understand how some people would think that. And his class at school was doing a confidence-building event in the class and had everyone put it in, they, was an index card taped to their backs. And ha have you seen this or have you done this before? They have the index card taped to the back, to the back, 
and I love this exercise, but people go around the room and write something positive about that person on the card so they can't see it. And after everyone's done, each person reads what's on their card. And during that exercise, one of the things someone wrote about my son was that he was outgoing. And he immediately drew back, like, what? I'm not outgoing. And I had to correct him. And from what I see, I said, sure you are. Do you go out of your way to make people comfortable? Do you take notice of who's not comfortable and seek them out or address them? And he said, yeah, sure. And I said, that is outgoing. You go out of your way. Go out, out, go. Outgoing isn't about going out of your way to be the life of the party or the social butterfly. It's very likely that that person noticed that you went out of your way for him or her. And I mention these two examples because they, to me, they exemplify preconceived notions of introverts, that it's painful to be alone and that one must be gregarious to be outgoing and social. Not the case. So that's more about introverts and extroverts, but let's move on to the rest of the show. Like I said, it could be a whole other show. In addition to welcoming listeners on 107.9 and 95.1, I'd like to welcome the Sussex County listening audience to the show on WRSK 97.5, broadcasting pre-recorded shows from Sussex County Community College on Saturday mornings from 9 to 10 a.m. And the live shows, as you know, are recorded on Monday nights from 7 to 8 p.m. on 107.9 WOLD Radio. As always, you can listen to the show live on the Internet at WOLDradio.com, through the TuneIn Radio app on your Android phone or the free Apple device app. If you'd like to receive my newsletter, it goes out every week on Thursdays. Here's the thing on Thursday. You can contact me through my website or email me at lauren at laurencardinal.com, and I'll add you to the newsletter list. You're listening to Here's the Thing. I am your host, Lauren Cardinal, board-certified hypnotist and results coach. And tonight we're talking about excuses, excuses. If you have something you want to share, please call 732-748-1079. Now let's get into it. Let's talk about some common excuses, which are really the reasons that people use to explain an unhappy existence, right? I do want to mention that there's a great book that's out there um, regarding making excuses. It's a 2009 book by Wayne Dyer called Excuses Be Gone. So I referred to that book, and there's some things that I drew out of it in addition to a couple of others, but I found that book to be particularly enlightening, and Wayne Dyer is just a guru for all things positive. So a listing of common excuses. See if any resonate with you, or perhaps if you know someone who states them, or you could almost hear them stating them. It will be difficult. That's the first one. Oh, it'll be difficult. And I have mentioned that statement before in the past, too, in terms of somebody saying that to you when you're trying to make a change or start something new. And if somebody says, oh... That's going to be difficult. That's going to be really difficult. And in that way, that's their fear talking, something that they wouldn't do. And it kind of acts like sabotage, or at least makes you, could help you to question yourself a little bit. But in this way, 
tonight when we say, oh, it'll be difficult, it's when we're using it as an excuse to not move forward. And it may seem like a supportable reason. It's clearly an excuse designed to discourage, whether you say it to yourself or someone else says it to you. Whatever you're experiencing, it may be useless suffering that you're holding on to. And that's not easy, right? So if you're experiencing difficulty anyway, why not opt for some useful suffering? Especially if you have no proof that something will be difficult. It's often just difficult to get out of a rut. But the belief that something is going to be hard to change is only a belief. Making something difficult in your mind before you even undertake the effort is an excuse. Number two, it's going to be risky. You have the, the ability to choose your belief about the drawbacks of any endeavor. And while this may seem like a good reason, if you're convincing yourself that it involves more risk than you're capable of handling, it's just an excuse for not taking action. Can you ever be certain that something is 100% risk-free? The fear involved in anticipating a risk simply serves to keep you from taking action. When you convince yourself that it's your job to avoid taking chances, you can continue your familiar habits, your comfortable same habits. And if you're accustomed to playing it safe by attempting to please everyone else you encounter, then you're a victim of your own excuse making. And if you're willing to live from your own convictions rather than what others perceive as taking chances, it's simply a way for you to elevate your life. And you're choosing that. You would choose to elevate your life by being willing to live from your own convictions. And I'm not saying that fear isn't involved at some point, but the awareness getting yourself familiar with whether or not that's something that resonates with you as far as an excuse. It's going to be risky. How about, oh, it'll take a long time. If you want to elevate your life, it really doesn't matter how long it takes, does it? And this is especially true if, you're live, if you live your life in the now. You know, there's a story of a conversation about a woman who decides not to go back to school because she'll be too old when she finishes. It goes like this. How old would you be in five years if you got that degree by starting now? 49, she replies. And how old will you be in five years if you don't go back to school? 49. Excuses. And that's not to say that every step of it would be easy to go back to school, let's say, as a 44-year-old. But there are the steps that you take. And it's one day at a time. It's about being in the now. And being intent on it. Being focused on what you want. And we'll get into that a little bit more, too. Another excuse. There'll be family drama. Seriously, folks. When is there not family drama, right? 
Come on. And you're not obliged to fulfill the wishes of your family. Family is important. And yes, perhaps there are ways to strike a balance, but also consider that it's been my experience that with conversations with family, or anyone for that matter, the idea of the confrontation is almost always worse because of what we create in our imaginations. It's worse than what we actually experience when the conversation takes place. Oftentimes, the excuses made are based on beliefs formed when we were children. We've talked about this a lot before. And they need to be recognized as excuses by the adult that you are today. And the next one, I don't deserve it. I try, but nothing ever comes of it. Nothing seems to work for me. Other people can get ahead, but I guess I'm not good enough to succeed. These excuses are based on a belief of unworthiness. It's as if, it's as if a part of you wants to protect you from what's assumed to be the unbearable pain of feeling that maybe they're right and I don't deserve it. The bottom line is that you don't earn worthiness. You are worthy simply because you exist. Just try to wrap your head around that one. This is my firm belief. You are worthy simply because you exist. The excuse of not being worthy doesn't protect you. It prevents you from becoming all that you deserve. And it has absolutely no place in your life. No place in your life. If you're feeling that lack of worthiness, that you don't deserve the good things, the things that you'd love to have, the things that you think would, that you feel are, would make you a success in your eyes, then please give me a call because you are absolutely worthy. What about, it's not my nature. I've always been this way. It's just who I am. I'd like to change, but how can I change my own nature? It's all I've ever known, so I guess I'll just have to stay this way. I guess I'll just have to stay the way I am. Can you see how this kind of logic keeps you stuck in a lifelong thinking habit? The very fact that you've been a certain way throughout your life is a perfect reason for encouraging yourself with different thoughts. How about, I'm fed up being frightened. I'm fed up being shy. I'm fed up being poor, unhappy, or used by others, or overweight, or out of shape. If this is my nature, then I'm going to change it starting right now. Right? And one step at a time. How about, no one will help me. If this is the belief you hold, this is indeed what you will find. What you focus on expands. Your experiences will match your belief. So, start with a new affirmation. I can access help. Or I access help. Something in the now. Something in I am statement. I'm doing this right now. I am accessing help. The next one. It's never happened before. 
Can you hear yourself saying this? Do you know someone who said this? Well, it's never happened before. So how could it happen now? The logic of it's never happened before or it's always been that way for me. It stems from a belief that things cannot be changed. This one in particular saddens me because it's as if defeat has been accepted. I can't help but think I can't help but think of the time when I went trail riding with horses on horses. And I wanted to make sure I knew how to handle the horse, you know, refreshing my memory on how to get them to go and steer and all of that. But soon after we started going, I realized that I could practically let go of the reins. The horses had done the trail so many times, it was just patterned. And it still gets to me. They just seem to be like broken spirits, just plodding along. No fun, no energy, just plodding along, broken. And I feel this way about children from a militant upbringing as well, just forced to be broken down in spirit. If this is you, please call me. This is something that can be changed and should be changed. No broken spirits around here. How about the statement of, I'm not strong enough. I'm just not strong enough. And I think we all feel this way sometimes. But thinking that way all of the time, or even more than just sometimes, keeps you locked into a habituated way of thinking. If you've spent years believing this weakness about yourself, it only takes a little bit of criticism to discourage you and activate this belief. You have all of the resources you need in any situation. You are your best resource because you know yourself better than anyone. How about I'm not smart enough? I hear that one a lot. Intelligence is not about IQ tests. It's not about school transcripts. It's not about your grades in school. And, you know, I actually said this to, to somebody the other day, that when we think about it with, with school transcripts, with grades, any class that you take, unfortunately, is kind of, I get, for lack of a better way of saying it, is at the mercy of one individual, Right? And it's part of life. It's what we do. If it's not um, your specific teacher or professor, then it's, you know, your manager or your boss or your supervisor. So oftentimes it is your performance is based on the objective or subjective or a combination of both views of one individual. When it comes to grades, it really is about the knowledge, not so much that, that transcript. So when we talk about smarts, intelligence, it isn't about the IQ test, it isn't about the school traps, transcripts. Your ideas or beliefs about what you'd like to be, accomplish, or attract are evidence of the genius that you have. And I'll tell you something else. If, when you say that excuse, it doesn't feel good, if you say, I'm not smart enough, and something inside doesn't feel good, then it isn't true. It isn't true. Because the reason why it doesn't feel good is because it's not in alignment with who you know yourself to be. You are smart enough for any of the things that you find important to you. 
the things that drive you, the things that you have an interest in. If you weren't, you wouldn't have an interest in them, right? And the next one, I'm too old or I'm not old enough. We started hearing way back when we were kids, you know, the, the limitations and things having to do with age. You can't sleep over a friend's house until you're 10 years old, or you can't drive until you're 16. And then it started changing to you can't change jobs because you're past your prime, or you can't start a new career at age 45, or you shouldn't go back to school at age 44 and finish when you're 49, right? And we talked about this two weeks ago on the show about getting older. Don't let your number dictate what you believe you can or you can't do. We talked about age and numbers a lot uh, that week. Uh, the podcast would be from October 23rd if you want to listen to more on that topic. But it is, it's just a number. If I asked you what your internal age is, what would it be? And that's what you go by. I just asked myself this morning, how old am I feeling? What's my internal age? I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> But I did ask myself, because it's not my number. So that's what I go by, my internal age. What about the rules won't let me? Cultural rules and familial rules can sometimes feel as restrictive as the actual laws of the land. They are the shoulds, which most often create resentment. I have a client right now that's processing through the, the shoulds. You know, the shoulds of I've got to go to college, get a job, get married, have children. And that works for many of us. It worked for me, but this isn't what ignites his energy or his interest. I say be authentic. And if you don't know what that is yet, if you're still finding yourself, look for the clues. Your energy, your excitement, even your anger can be an indication of where you don't want to go. Listen to your heart because some of the most heinous acts in human history have been performed under the umbrella of the law and the rules. It's not always about the rules of the land, but it's always about the rules of your heart. Not following it can lead to unhappy results. So looking at the time, I want to take a quick break before we continue with this. The most common excuses to prevent you from getting all that you should have in life. So let's take a break. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. There's a world-class addiction treatment center that accepts most insurance right in Fairfield, New Jersey. The Full Recovery Wellness Center offers substance abuse help with flexible day and evening options. Overcoming addictive behavior is really just the beginning of recovery. The Full Recovery Program offers a holistic approach to improve all areas of your life, from strained relationships to difficult career and financial situations. At Full Recovery, the goal is simple. Provide you the tools needed to enjoy a rich and rewarding life. Full Recovery is now offering its exclusive badge of honor program, a treatment solution designed to meet the unique privacy needs of New Jersey's first responders and police officers. When relapse is not an option, turn to the state licensed professionals at the Full Recovery Wellness Center located at 87 Fairfield Road in Fairfield. For more information, 973-244-0022 or at www.full-recovery.com. Full Recovery Wellness Center in Fairfield. And now, back to Here's the Thing, a show that's all about you on WOLD. And your host, Lauren Cardinal, a board-certified hypnotist and results coach. 
If you'd like to speak to Lauren, you can call in at 732-748-1079. That's 732-748-1079. Let's get back to the show with your host, Lauren Cardinal. Hello and welcome back to the show. You're listening to Here's the Thing. It's Lauren Cardinal. Tonight we're talking about excuses, excuses. And while we were on the break, Sean let me know that Gene is on hold. So let's see if we can get Gene on the phone. Talk to Gene. Gene, are you there? I'm here. Hello, Gene. How are you? Oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm so well. I just want you to know my dedication. Now I'm sitting under an, like a little overpass because it's raining, but I had to call in. Um, oh, and, um, yeah, I've been listening, you know, I've been listening to the, uh, the show about excuses, excuses. And, and, and here's the thing, you know, a lot of times those excuses are so old, are really, mm-hmm. really old. And what, I guess my biggest question for you is, um, I have questions because the thing is, is that how do you transcend those? Many times we know they're not true. We know that, that that's not true, that we're not smart enough or, or whatever, and, and we know that we're locked into cultural norms. So say, for instance, um, oh, I can't start this new thing. What will my family say? What will they think? Mm-hmm. Right. That's a that's mm-hmm. a big one, right? It and sure is. so so people get a new idea and they're like, "Geez, I'd really like to do this." And then they go to their family and their family is like because they're so worried about them. They're like, "Oh, that sounds so great, but I'm really worried." Okay. You know, like one of the things that I'm starting to find is I I just don't share my stuff that I'm mm-hmm. excited about with people that love me so much that they'll talk me out of it, they'll discourage me, they'll tap into any kind of insecurity that's there, that kind of... And that's a great great way of approaching it because as much as their fear is out of love and it's their fear for something that they wouldn't do, it's essentially sabotage. And if you don't even want to look at it as sabotage, why put yourself up for somebody that isn't going to support you and your ideas fully? If you're going out on a limb to make a change and take a risk and make a change, you've got to surround yourself with all the support you can muster. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so that brings it to the next part. So the next okay. part is is that so, you know, our daily lives we're working, we're surrounded by our family, we're surrounded by friends, the same people we've that love us that we've been with for a really really long time. As time goes on, we get really busy. It's kind of hard when, to run out and just you know like make a new friend, um, that kind of thing. And I think that um, uh, whether it be entrepreneur, entrepreneurial or whatever it is, is to um, be out and finding those people that are trying to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be like the same thing people. as starting a business, but it can be all, all, almost anything. I want to write a book. I want to, you know, I want to write a poem. Those are shorter, much better. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I mean, because... I'm listening to the show, I hear what you're saying, and I agree with it, and of course I'm in action myself, so, and we, and I was, I called in when you talked about age, I just don't think that there's an age, I think when you're, you know, you're breathing, you're breathing, you know, and I think there's a lot, a lot of yeah. obstacles that can come and get in your way, but the thing so is, so when that, I was talking, Jean, what, what, what popped up for you, what, 
what were you thinking? What was the... what I'm thinking is I, I, what I'm really what I'm thinking is yeah. that I would like to hear more about how you get beyond those obstacles. You're a hypnotist. You're a coach, um, and I'd like to hear some specifics. Like when I walk okay. away from the show, I'd like to hear something very specific that I could do, or anyone listening could do, and say, you know what, I could do that. You know, it can be something small. But it can like be like affirmations. There are always affirmations. There always, are always, affirmations, always, and forever. Affirmations are singular. They, affirmations are affirmations to yourself. Mm-hmm. And energy comes from people and making change. Making change, you know, making change generally involves other people, because once you change, not only are you going to come against up against the old, but it's, where do you find that new set of people that are looking for the same thing, trying to do the same thing? You know, where do you go? What do you do? Well, yeah, I just, well, I want to go back for a second. A really good idea. I want to mm-hmm. go back for a second. You said that when you make a change, say that again, you're making a change, but it's about other people, something along those lines. No, what I'm saying is that whenever you want to make a change, mm-hmm. change isn't easy. Right? It's just not an easy Absolutely. thing. So therefore... The only time we change is when what we're experiencing couldn't be any less uncomfortable. That the change couldn't be any more uncomfortable than what we're currently experiencing. That's the only time we make change. That's generally really. called a divorce. You know, I mean, it just gets so bad. You've got to get out, right? got to get okay. out. Yeah, you've got to make a change. Times, but a lot of times... But I would say that the majority of the population of all the people that I've ever met will stay in the same exact place in an excruciating situation, and not just a little painful, like excruciating, where they will deny all kinds of different parts of themselves that they shut down in order to be able to survive Mm -hmm. in a bad situation. So... Mm I think when I listen, I'm listening, I'm listening, but, but there's also that component of being human beings and what we're willing to actually give up because of fear of making change, um, what the repercussions would be, and how that stuff never comes to fruition anyway. And we've all heard Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Know, we know that, you know, mm-hmm. but we but, we know that in our heads, but we don't know that in our but hearts. Staying in, but staying in that psychological prison, yep. and people die. You know, they live whole lives and they die. And they, they because of the fear of rejection or from family, friends, whatever it is, they never reach out. They never step out of. Now, I think hiring personal life coaches is a really, really great idea, actually, because when yeah. you hire well, a coach... Well, sometimes that's, that's the way to get that step, because it can be isolating and lonely to make those changes, particularly if it's something big. But I also think being hypnotized is also another great way to go. Because the fact is, is that with hypnosis, it's working with the subconscious mind. Our subconscious mind runs the show, period. Well, if you've ever pulled a meltdown and a gas station. And when, we, 
we can we can rationalize things in our minds all we want and affirmations are a great way to start penetrating into the subconscious with the beliefs i often say that hypnosis is like affirmations on steroids because affirmations absolutely work hypnosis is a way to do that faster changing the beliefs because the beliefs are based on experiences events in our lives that and our emotions it's based based on emotion and we can talk ourselves through things till we're blue in the face if the emotions don't line up behind that it's not going to happen so it is a matter of getting to the fears at an emotional level and the awareness is the first step which is why i talk about these different things if any of these excuses resonate with you because it's the awareness bringing that to the forefront to the conscious mind so it's like an aha oh okay yeah yeah i have been claiming the victim here oh now what do i do okay so now we move on now we go into alignment and taking action yes i agree with that but i don't think it's quite that simple i think that it takes something it takes something deep down inside to make, to make the change. And I also think that, and, and I agree with affirmations because I say affirmations. I, I use affirmations. I'm not in disagreement with that at all. I agree mm -hmm. 100%. But finding that one or two people, those people that are in the same kind of frequency that you are, right, and you're supporting each other in the change, mm -hmm then I think what I'm, what I'm getting at is, the, you know, the success of actually hearing the wisdom that you're saying and actually translating it and making it, and making it happen. I think the average Practical application might say, might say, yeah, well, you know what, I'm going to say affirmations. That's what I'm going to say. But, you know, it's, you know, it's something like the secret. The secret is great, but it's ungrounded. It's like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you for my bills. Well, gratitude, gratitude Well, that's actually because has you have been... to internalize it also. It's a well, matter of, course, of, of course. whatever right. the things you're saying. It's, it's making it so that it's believable. Because yes, otherwise the exactly, change won't take place. Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. So you've got to have that vision and, and, and that kind of thing. And, and I agree with that. I agree with that wholeheartedly. So are you talking but more about practical application? What I'm talking about is the average person that might be listening and saying, you know what, I think I'll try this affirmation thing, okay? Mm -hmm. And so they do. They do it for a few days. I'm not even sure they know how to write affirmations because affirmations, um, you know, you can kind of like, you know, if you're saying your affirmations and, and it's just like I want to win the lottery, well, I said that affirmation for three days and nothing happened. Or mm -hmm. I said affirmations that I would have a better relationship with my boss and I've been really, really good and he's been a real, can't say it on the air. So anyway, um, what I'm, I just am, am feeling like they're, they're, I'd like to hear um, suggestions of books, on TED Talks, on TED Talks are phenomenal. You know, they're oh, out great. there and they're talking all about this stuff. This information is already out there so that people can 
start to internalize some sort of enthusiasm or feeling of like, you know, I could really make this happen, and I think I might go out and get myself a coach. You know, but I think when it's all just in our heads and it doesn't go any further, oh, not much happens, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and and that's so far the what we've been talking about is the awareness part of it. There's absolutely action that has to be taken. And it's when things that things resonate with you. And coaching is a great way to do to to take the next steps because it's somebody to check you in on those excuses when you start going down that road again. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Come back. That's an excuse. That's not working. You know, when the fear rises up, having somebody that's objective and supportive that can call you out on it and say, no, that's just a fear talking. That's not the truth. So what is the truth? And let's move forward from there. It's about progress and moving forward to make the changes, not living in the excuse. But, Jean, there are people that are tied to their, to their victimization, to their victimhood. And we can point out the positives to them till we're blue in the face and it just falls on deaf ears. Those people have, I feel like we talk to them, I talk to them with extreme compassion because there's extreme fear there. And they may want to make the changes but are so set in their beliefs that it's difficult for them to see the other side, at least in an aha moment. That aha moment is more slowly coming. And it's patience and compassion for someone who's in victim mode. Would you agree? Are you there, Jean? No, I guess we lost her. So I do want to continue with what we're talking about for the things to resonate. And I will get into the action items, more of the practical application, which I think is what Jean was talking about, something to come away with, something to make use of, something to really drive forward the next steps if you are in an excuse situation. So let's, let's keep going here. Um, it's too big. If you're saying to yourself it's too big, and we've talked about this many times before, um, this is about chunking it down. Even as it applies to clutter, when we had Kim on the show several weeks ago talking about clutter, taking things one step at a time, breaking things down, this is also a great place to stay to get in touch with a coach because a coach helps to chunk it down and helps you stay focused and prevents you from getting overwhelmed. If you're thinking about, let's say, starting medical school, that can seem overwhelming. But if you instead think about buying that medical book and reading through that first medical bit of information in that medical book, it's easier to approach it all. So one step at a time. What about if you say you don't have the energy? I'm going to say here, if you accept the belief that you're, you're lacking the energy to make significant changes on your life, then... I just feel like that's just kind of on the, the flimsier side because if somebody says something that you want to go do something, let's say that you've wanted to do for quite some time, suddenly you're able to find the energy, right? It's Low energy is not really, not by and large, it's not really body, body chemistry. It's a function of long history of habituated thinking that needs excuses to say the same. It's just excuses. What about it's my personal family history? 
regardless of your family history, your birth order, whether it's blended family, addicted parents being mistreated, all of those experiences are behind you, and they're not reasons for staying stuck. All of your experiences have made you stronger and more self-reliant, and it's time to use that strength and self-reliance to your advantage. You make your choices. You choose the life that you want. What about I'm too busy? That is absolutely the most common excuse that I hear. And if you're overextended, you've chosen to be in that position, myself included. All of the activities of our lives, including those that take up huge portions of our time, are simply the, re choice, the result of the choices we make. If our family responsibilities are problematic, if we've opted to prioritize in our life that way, if our calendars are crammed, we've decided to live with a full schedule. If there are way too many small details that only we can handle, then this again is the choice we've made. And if you can't see your way out of all three of these things, please reach out to me because I think this is the biggest reason we make excuses for not making changes and it's all within reach. Surely one of the major purposes of life is to be happy. If you're using the excuse that you're too busy to be happy, you've made a choice to be busy and not be in the process of happiness. You've copped out on living your life on purpose. We've talked a little bit about I'm too scared. We've talked about this one before. All choices are made either out of love or fear. If the choices you're making are based on your fear, awareness is the first step. What about if you're saying, I can't afford it? I'm going to say it's a cop-out, but there seems to be an almost universal agreement for its existence, wouldn't you think? And that reasoning is that it's an excuse that many people who aren't considered wealthy use as a means for exonerating themselves when they need a rationalization for why they're stuck in the, where they are in life. It's victimization. It's victimization. You are listening to Here's the Thing. I'm your host, Lauren Cardinal. Tonight we're talking about excuses, excuses. So surefire ways to harness the power of your thought. Focus. What you focus on, you create more of. It's so simple. But it's so easily thrown out the window because we're so attached to the way things are. We don't seem to want it to be that easy, to give up our right to feel sorry for ourselves or to relinquish the comfort we feel in knowing a, th a thing or two based on our past experiences and to take responsibility for our lives instead of things like, I can barely find the time to get to the store once a week, how am I supposed to find the time to get to the gym four times a week? We use our focus to create unhappiness in our lives by worrying. Worry is praying for stuff that you don't want because you're focused on the worst possible scenario and all the reasons you can't have what you want. You create more of what you don't want over and over again, almost with expert precision. The good news is that if you're one who's particularly skilled at worrying, your focus muscle is a well-tuned machine and you have all you have to do is choose to focus in a different direction. It's impossible to focus on one thing and see another. When you're trapped in worry, you not only create more of it, you literally can't see all the wonderful possibilities around you. Emotion. To make a change in the direction you want, attach emotion to it. Attach enough emotion to light up a Christmas tree. Get extremely attached to your why and feel it. Know that there will be bumps. 
We are meant to experience all emotions. To expect all good emotion isn't humanly possible. Experience your negative emotion and then decide to move on. It's when we wallow in our negative emotions that they hold us back. And your imagination. Imagination doesn't rely on physical circumstances, our five senses, or anything we've been told for validation. It's through our imagination, not our current version of the truth, that we're able to play with the infinite possibilities available to us. Anything goes when our hearts and our imagination are steering our ship. Take responsibility for the fact that you've created everything in your life by your thoughts, beliefs, focus, action, and energy, and that you have the power to change your mindset. Raise your frequency and create new things that will serve you better. It's time to get out of victim mode and get into powerful mode, mode and be the diligent about your mindset. If you have any hesitation, it is the time to call a coach. It is the time to reach out. Reach out to me. I can help you find a coach in your area. If you're interested in hypnosis for the fears that you're feeling or wanting to take that action, absolutely. If you want things like it is, keep telling it like it is. Upgrade your mindset and demand of yourself that things start to change. Belief, clarity, focus, faith, urgency, decisive action, tenacity, and gratitude. When you've got all these pieces in place and working together, there is nothing that you can't do. I realized that I wasn't a victim of my circumstances or my life. All those years ago, when I had my first coaching ses session, it was a revelation. I had the power to change my experience, to change my life, and I've never looked back. That first session was pivotal for me. You can't have your excuses and the success you want, whatever your success is. You simply can't have both. Whichever outcome you train your mind on dictates the reality you see before you. Some people have much bigger struggles and obstacles to get through than others, but we're all given the same choice as to how we perceive our reality. So I have one question left for you tonight as I close out the show. Are you stronger than your excuses? I believe you are. If your excuses are getting the better of you and you want to change, if you have fear that comes up, if you can't see the way through, if something seems too big, if you are stuck in the rut that it hasn't happened before, so how could it possibly happen again? Or how could it happen for the first time? How could you make that change? Please reach out to me. Whether it's me coaching you, whether it's somebody else coaching you, whether it's finding you a friend or a family member to help you make those changes, whether it's hypnosis, please reach out. In closing, the, tree, the trees know about the winter. They know about the change, about the falling, about the loss. And they grow anyway. What's your excuse? If it's important to you, find a way. 
And maybe the first step in finding the way is reaching out. I would like to thank my sponsor, Full Recovery Wellness Center. I'd like to thank Jean for calling in tonight. And I'd like to thank you for joining me. Set your calendar and tune in next week live on Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on 107.9 or 95.1 with the recorded shows playing at 9 a.m. Saturday on 97.5 WRSK. Next week, you don't want to miss the show. Until then, keep it light, smile, and enjoy. Good night. Did you know there's a world-class addiction treatment center that accepts most insurance right in Fairfield, New Jersey? The Full Recovery Wellness Center offers substance abuse help with flexible day and evening options. Overcoming addictive behavior is really just the beginning of recovery. The Full Recovery Program offers a holistic approach to improve all areas of your life, from strained relationships to difficult career and financial situations. At Full Recovery, the goal is simple. Provide you the tools needed to enjoy a rich and rewarding life. Full Recovery is now offering its exclusive badge of honor program a treatment solution designed to meet the unique privacy needs of new jersey's first responders and police officers when relapse is not an option turn to the state licensed professionals at the full recovery wellness center located at 87 fairfield road in fairfield for more information 973-244-0022 or at www.full-recovery.com full recovery wellness center in fairfield the views and opinions heard on the preceding program are are not necessarily those of the staff and management of Oldies 1079 WOLD or SRN Communications.